Hi there, Secrets from the Saddle host, Sylvie Daou, and I want to give you a little bit of a background of this particular podcast episode with Greg Christie. It was taken two years ago before the pandemic started, and we will definitely be going back to Greg to get an update, but I just wanted to let you know that this episode happened about a year and a half ago. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy. And FYI, this one is one you're going to want to watch live on my YouTube channel. Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. Hey guys, how you doing? Sorry, we're a bit late. I know, well, fashionably late. And it's because Greg was, uh, yeah, it was all his fault. I was here ready. But uh, so, my name is Sylvie Dow, and uh, from Dow Training Systems and Coach Sylvie. And what I started here was... Uh, Secrets from the Saddle. It's all about cycling related <laughs> things and people in the industry. So that's why my curiosity started. I, you know, just out of curiosity, I started this podcast or this interview series is going to turn into a podcast. And, um, and so I've got, because I've been in the industry, my curiosity got to me and and because I have been in the industry, I know lots of people. So that's what brings me here to Greg Christie's Ski and Cycle Works in Chelsea, Quebec. So it's like right around the corner from me. And uh, we're going to talk to Greg about his history here in Chelsea. Because I was just asking him, like, how long has this store been here? And he said, 25 years. So for those who are looking to open up a bike shop, this might be somebody you might want to talk to about longevity in the industry. Yes. So, Greg. 25 years. Tell sounds us. Sounds like a long time. Yeah, tell us about Quarter yourself Quarter century a sounds bit. longer. I know, eh? <laughs> like, you still got another 25 years here. Uh, well, we'll Maybe not. Further conversation. Okay, so, Greg, I want you to tell us about how, like, a little bit about yourself and then how you got into this. Because usually when... When entrepreneurs kind of like, it just sort of happenstance that, you know, you're like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, look, let's start a little, little corner here and then it blows up to be this, this, yeah, this something bike like that. shop. Yeah. So how did it start for you? Um, I got into bike racing. Um, ah, okay. Okay. Go. Give okay. us a little bit of a time wow. frame here. I know. Uh, I so, know. He uh, looks... We're talking <laughs> 70s. All right, okay. I was I kind of a wee babe. Did the the sort of the regular sports in high school, and um, I was really into basketball. And mm -hmm. uh, fortunately, I was a, a small guy right? playing in a big position that didn't work out. What do you mean? You're pretty tall. Well, the position I was playing, and they were more in the six uh, six ten range, so I was well, a small boy. 
I was playing more well, forward or center. I'm like six one. Oh really? I was I was a little taller in high school, but you know how they inflate the numbers. When oh, right. Well, anyway. Anyway, um, and then I was just doing uh, running and cycling for cross training and just to do different things. And I really took to cycling, and um, and I sort of dabbled into it. I never really got into it heavily at the time because it was just it was at another level that I never made. But I really enjoyed it. And then and then I was working part time uh, in the industry. Were you? Did you live in this area? No, Over lived in Ottawa. Oh, okay. Well, and Ottawa. I, yeah, so <laughs> sort of the area. Well, this is Chelsea now. This yes, is not yes, Ottawa, yes. So. But we're not too far from Ottawa. No, but we're not it's too like far from Ottawa. Yeah. Stone throw yeah. over the river. Um, and I, I uh, worked part time in the industry while I was going to school. Okay. And I really liked it, and I was just seeing all the same faces all the time, and. Uh, so a bike mechanic. Uh, did or a, a bit sales of guy. More sales, okay. but did a little bit of everything, and I enjoyed the mechanic side too. But I like sales, and I just liked those people that came in and mm. um yeah and then there was sort of a crossroads i came to a crossroads in my life where i i kind of i liked what i was doing but mm -hmm. i didn't necessarily like the scenario i was in and i thought well you know i'll go back to school i had i have a uh, background in uh, phys ed and i thought i'll go back in physiotherapy okay. and i thought woo I got to do a lot of courses. <laughs> <laughs> How and can I, I just, hit the job force yeah, really quickly exactly. without going to school? <laughs> steep, uh, steep curve there. And <laughs> you know, really the I was at a crossroads in my life too. I was married and. Uh, oh, so and, uh, so did you work straight out of high school? Got married and then decided to go. You were going to go back to school. Uh, well, high school I went to university and I tried okay. uh, tried to make the basketball team and that didn't work out. And then sort of the stuff I was doing on the off season. I kind of enjoyed the running side and the cycling and dabbling yeah. and those things. And then at through university, I was working part-time. And through university, I, I, uh, I met my wife. Uh, and then uh, I decided to uh, work full-time in the industry. Uh, am I allowed to say names? or? Sure. <laughs> I worked at Peckles for many years. Well, because they were the store they back then. They were the store. They were the store. They were the store. And um, so I um, managed the Ottawa location, and okay. I really liked the people coming in, but it was just at a crossroads where I think I just needed to branch out on my own. Um, yeah, and that was the big, big move for me. And that's uh, when I, I looked up here in Chelsea and saw a little spot that I would be thought would be great. Mm -hmm. But my wife saw this spot. And she, oh, she had a where was the other spot that you were Oh, I was at. looking right in the thick of things on the other side of the village. And there would be a little oh. cubby hole in behind uh, which is now Les Saisons. Oh, And I would okay. have been sort of uh, flat yeah. repair and uh, little tune-up thing. That would have been a cubby hole back there. It was a cubby hole, yeah. And uh, my wife saw this location. And She's like, she, hey, baby, that's what wives are for. Um, yes, actually. To bring that, light to things. Yes, she has <laughs> clear vision of things. Let's put it that way, yeah. So, um, yes, so this is our day off. Uh, it is a Tuesday, and there's a knock on the door, but we'll just pretend we no, didn't hear it. Forget. We're yeah. not, like, we're but not we are we are service-driven in this industry, but we'll see okay, what happens. Okay, but this is an interview, so they're go. just going to have to wait. There you go. Unless they knock consistently. Yes. <laughs> um, what do I do? I don't know. That's a delivery. You think so? Yes, it is. Okay. He knocks louder. Well, let's go. Do you think let's he'll do leave it. it on the doorstep? No. Probably not, eh? No. Okay, well, let's probably go a stage's power take meter. a little tour. We'll take a tour. I'm going to follow Greg. I'm on my way. I'm All ready. All right, let's go. I'm running. We'll just take a tour of 
his shop. So right now, right now, uh, Greg's shop is full on skiing, as you can tell, uh, because he's a ski and cycle shop. So that's why you see tons of ski stuff here. And of course, he's at he's at the door taking um, a delivery, which is pretty important. Is it an important delivery? Is it important? It's not a bike, but it's a ski. <laughs> and she needs it by the weekend, <laughs> so this is pretty important. Oh, yeah, but there what we if go. you weren't here today? Oh, he'd be knocking on here. He'd be knocking tomorrow. Oh wow. Okay, so he'd have to come back. We still got time. Oh yeah. So, so yeah. So like I was saying, ski and cycle works. So that's why I was just saying that that's why we're not looking at bikes right now. Unfortunately, we are in Chelsea. It's yeah. like a world away from Ottawa. There's I might have to come back here. when he's full into the cycling, but okay. So let's pick up where you're, um, um, um you brunch from Pecos. Yes. Um, and your wife found the spot. Absolutely. Right. She had the vision. She could see it and was sort of, it. yeah, it was right beside the highway. It was on the right side of the road. Yeah. There was just a whole lot of, uh, cedar trees in the front and I couldn't see it. I couldn't see behind the cedar. Bushes, oh really? That was she, like all, but she could. And she saw, no, there is potential here. This is where you should be. And uh, mm. that's uh, 25 years ago this November 11th. Wow. Remember you got a good day. deal back then. Actually, it was a fellow I knew who, yes, <laughs> we had a good deal. It was very good. Well, it's always good to own your own spot. Absolutely. That's for sure over renting because then you have full control Yeah. to some extent, I guess. There is Mother Nature. There is Mother Nature. And there was the ice storm. And the ice storm. But we survived it. Well, that's it. You just... Closed down for month a month or two. Yeah. That's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else is out skiing anyways. So I, like didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't sleep well for a month or two, but that's oh. all part of owning your own business. There yeah. You go. That's why we have savings. There you go. So moving forward, um, so was it always, did you have, did you open the whole thing at once or did you start small? Like how did it, well, how did you kind of move into the business? Hard to believe it could have been smaller than it is now because the actual, <laughs> I know. The actual floor space in here is about um, 800 square feet. The actual Seriously? sales place. Oh, yes. Sales? Okay. And this was a, a residential house and yeah. it was actually more a little rooms than there actually are now. So we kind of took down any wall that we felt wasn't load bearing right, <laughs> to open the right. store up. <laughs> and when I first opened, I, I had a very small severance from, from, um, uh, when I worked at Pecos, a very small amount of savings and it doesn't get you very far in this industry because yeah. everything's co everything costs so much. But, uh, I had a fellow that I shared the, the house with. So um, when you came in the front door, there was a small little apartment to the right. Oh, really? And, a very uh, small and then, and then to the left, we had a TV up with some videos, VHS back then. Oh, and we had a little couch. VHS. And the customers could kind of hang out, Watch sit on TV. the couch, come in and sell them some skis. We had a, uh, a small little um, wood-burning stove. Oh. Which, you, which is hard to have nowadays. <laughs> I have one. Times have changed. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it was very, very small. And... Um, a, a neat little ambiance, and um, I think well, my first... Well, at that time, Chelsea was pretty small. Yeah. yeah big big like, changes here, big changes if here you look It was a real our, village back then. Yeah. yeah, if you look out the front window, 
industry or I should say development has really taken over this area. Absolutely. Yeah. So back then for, it was for uh, good or for bad. I mean, in yeah, my well, case, we're gonna it, in my case, it's talk it's about good. That. But um, for sure, Chelsea is is really the. I think for a lot of people, it's a bit the promised land. It's close to town, but mm -hmm. you have a village close to the Gatineau Park. The Gatineau Park is just a yeah. huge draw for yeah. people in the village and people in Ottawa. It's yeah. a huge draw. Um, yeah. And you got the Nordic Spa in your backyard. <laughs> there is the Nordic Spa. <laughs> Which I'm sure is like encroaching on like, uh, can I take over your spot? For, I don't know if they bring parking down here, but uh, they're right up on your back Yeah, wall. right right behind me. But in yeah. all fairness, um, um, uh, his, his name is Martin Paquette, very mm -hmm. forward thinking, very, very uh, pro sports and cycling. Yeah. There's a big oh, thing in the village great. to link the village up with bicycle paths. You can go anywhere Whoa. in the village on a bike path. And he's, um, we've sat down together and we're both willing to give up a little chunk of our property so we can get a bike path to go in behind here. Oh, that's a good idea. Up behind them, behind the church. And oh. come, come out on Padden Road right by the... Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, the, the main road here is so busy all the time so you can avoid that completely. And then, and it's oh. all in that idea of really linking the village yeah, yeah. with a bike path. I like that idea. Yeah. That's yeah. like sort of like taking a whole tour of... Tour of the village, yeah. nice and quiet. We even have a fellow who um, grooms the train tracks. Yes. And the train tracks are no mm -hmm. more train tracks, so no. it's now a pathway. Uh, and they're grooming that. Place. And we're, we're, we're thinking hard of getting that groomed in the wintertime so you it can actually groomed. ski. But that little path that we want to make would be Oh, groomed. that better so, be. That's got to be wide. Uh, well, no, I think I we can make it work. Sure. I think we can make it work. Yes, there's I know a will, there's like, a way. Yeah, because I know the train tracks goes past my place actually that's where they stop yeah is and they turn around in the quarry that's right but uh so community greg you're a huge contributor to community and i've been so grateful as to be benefiting from that from my road cycle or my time trial race uh from my club mm. but who else do you contribute? Because you have a team that's out of here. Um, is there anybody else that you yeah, contribute um, to, like on a regular yearly basis? Well, um, um, Glenn, which is really my, yeah. my right-hand guy and, and mm -hmm. really is, is the cycling side, um, he has a team ride with Rendell that he started back. Yeah, uh, yeah that's the team uh, that's out of here. It was kind of like a fundraiser for the Athens Olympics for Glenn. Oh, my God. What year was that? Oh my God, the Athens Olympics. I don't know. It's a long time <laughs> ago. Sounds like a long time ago. Anyway, uh, started then and he's kept the team going and uh, a pretty good team. You know, they kind of really uh, uh, punch way above their weight. They're mm -hmm. small. Uh, they, 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 they're out there with the trade teams and they do well. They do the Vos. And so we've, I've helped them out with Cervelo. Right. So the team uh, rides Cervelo and, uh, um, and then also within the village here too, there's all sorts of little fundraiser things going on. It's either raising money for for the trail system, right. to expand the trail system. Uh, we have a women's shelter here that I've always been involved with for many, many years. Really? It's okay. um, Maison Liberal. Yeah. And uh, that's been going for quite a while. And um, there's, there's another fellow who I've known for years, connected with Ride with Rendell, Rob Orange, and he's oh, Rob. very, very big on this. Very. So it was always should, his baby from the beginning. I like, should interview him too, because he's yeah. a big, big part of Chelsea. Big part and of big Chelsea part of this, and yeah. um, cycling. Absolutely. In this area. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, Glenn, so he works here. Mm -hmm. And is he the coach for their, the, 
his team too, or? Yeah, he is lays. He, or is uh, he like the manager now? Well, he wears a lot of hats. He mm -hmm. uh, um, he works on training programs for the athletes. Uh, some of them actually uh, will take off training in California, so they look for a house and mm -hmm. or billeting. Um, done that in the past, and um, and also he is um, director sportif, so he's going to the events and and helping the guys out there. And uh, that's yeah. why you are a coach, man, <laughs> so you can get, go travel with the club. get get to drive the car fast. <laughs> that's right, and you don't have to ride. <laughs> no, and you don't have to ride. You can just say harder, harder. That's right, go harder. Yeah. That's why we come. That's why I became a coach. You know, so even though I'm getting back into racing, but coaching on the sidelines is way easier yeah. than racing. Oh, yeah. Glenn is Glenn's good. He's been at that level, so I think he feels yeah. their pain. So he yeah, knows yeah, what that's he all exactly about. knows. Um, team support. So I guess that's part you've been contributing and supporting uh, Glenn and his team for a number of years. Um, now let's let's talk about um, your big. You're big into cyclocross. What would you say is, um, this is not even on my sheet mm. here, but let's go into the, um, like kind of where you see the industries going right yeah. now as a cycling shop, because if you want to survive, mm. you've got to be on with what's going on in like mm -hmm. the world, like mm -hmm. in our region. Right. And so yes. where do you see, um, like say the next five years, like what do you see is like really uh, taking off and what's kind of dying down and maybe it's a little right bit me too, but you know, I always have familiar faces walking through the door mm -hmm. and they're always in, into sport and they're kind of into the next big best thing. Next big best thing. Yeah. Um, so, so it's kind of what is the industry kind of dictating and what is really actually happening. And I think there's an alignment. I think, the idea of gravel biking is becoming a big thing. Yeah, and, you know, being in Chelsea, um, you know, there is riding the Gatineau Park and yeah. there's kind of riding that way, but you know, there's great riding the other that way. way yeah. And we're not far from that. So for, for us here, there's a lot of people, and I've seen it in the last few years, putting a little bigger tire on the road bike, a little big, bigger tire on the road bike, and really looking for those roads where there's less traffic and those, yeah. um, and so to me, it's just a very natural progression. So now gravel bikes um you know and the idea of um, multi-use bikes are super lightweight uh, they're playing that. around with the gearing now it, that bike is going to be the do-all bike so i see the future in that in really? that but I, I think my customers the way i look at it is um uh, once a cyclist always a cyclist mm -hmm. and so it's kind of like okay so what is my next bike going to be it's that n plus one and i think that <laughs> formula still works um, I think that's me this year. And new people into cycling, it's there, but it's kind of a fragmented thing now because there's just so many things you can do. Mm -hmm. I mean, as, as kids, you were either into sports or maybe there was less options. I think nowadays there's just more options. So yeah. I see new faces coming to it, but mostly for me, I see the most familiar faces just yeah, getting like, another okay. bike and doing something. What is it going to be this year? Exactly. What's yeah, it going to be this year? Yeah, exactly. I want to upgrade. I I'm kind of counting on that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, oh. Okay, yeah, there we go. Later. N plus one. Yeah, that's there right. We go. I think you should try this bike. Yeah, but but gravel biking. I mean, um, I mean, I I just remember road racing and crit riding. It's like you're on that wheel, you're suffering, mm -hmm. or you've got to close down that brake, or and there's tension there all the time. I think gravel brings a whole new dimension. 
A little bit like, like it's a little bit like cyclocross in the sense that you get out there, you go hard, and then you're just in your zone, just working the course, figuring things out, and there's less intimidation. And you can see it in the other riders too. It's just more yeah. camaraderie, and so I think. Do you see some mountain bikers coming down from mountain biking into like gravel? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. A little safer. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I don't know yeah, if people think yeah. about the safety factor yeah, in that respect. Uh, well, my. As we get older, and as, <laughs> as my the those same faces walk in that door as That's they get right, older, eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't uh, we don't bounce like we used to. That's why I think gravel biking is there too, because you're right. It, it's not quite the technical mm -hmm. uh, of uh, mountain biking, but there's still the exhilaration. There's the camaraderie, like road riding. Mm -hmm. um, just a whole new venue, new roads to go on. Yeah. A lot of discovery, a lot of exploring. Um, so yeah, I bought a lot of gravel bikes this year and Did <laughs> I you, hope eh? it takes off. <laughs> I know I that I'm looking for a new bike and, and I've, you know, I've reached out to one of my friends, Mike, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, because, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm looking for a competitive bike. So it's like, here, I got five things on my list. Can you like fit them all into one bike? So a competitive bike that I can race crits and potentially engage in the gravel riding with so yeah. he was able to find something that he's created as a frame mm -hmm. and we'll see mm -hmm. and but the thing is that you know i've our club isn't going gravel but i do see the draw absolutely but the, the only thing about it is that you have to travel for the most part to get to those like it's not yeah. like a, a city start anymore. It's like an out out of the out of the country. Yeah, out remote of start, remote yeah, remote start. remote starts. Yeah. And even like even for road racing, uh, road cycling, group riding, we are starting to move. You know, in the outskirts where you know country roads and, and stuff like that. So it's just. But you know, yeah. Ottawa's not Toronto. So we're no, I know we're, we're not that, that far. And uh, it's <laughs> funny. The other day, I had a, a medical appointment. And it was down an area I used to ride my bike years ago, down on Limebank Road. Oh, has and it not changed? Oh, my I got lost. I got lost. I, I, <laughs> That's I like didn't a whole city. I didn't know. Yeah, there. so so Ottawa too. Yeah, it's getting big. But you know, I'm we're kind of cocooned up here in Chelsea, and like I say, with gravel riding, we're just coming out the store and going north. Mm -hmm. So the remote riding, yes, if you want to get to where. Uh, the real uh, gravel is sure you could probably save some time and hop in your car but you could just ride from Chelsea you don't yeah. have to do yeah, that yeah. I know so in a way we're cocooned we escaped that from Ottawa because I realize now Ottawa's really grown too it's oh, you're right geez. it's not it, I mean your ride is basically getting out of Ottawa and turning around and coming back and your ride's done but yeah I know because so, like there's no starting from the core and you know going to you know hunt club and then you're into country roads. Like you've yeah. got another twenty kilometers, and you're yeah. still in suburbia. Yeah. So there's there's. It's changed. It's so I changed found out. So I found out the other day. It's really <laughs> changed. <laughs> like, oh Bank Road. I didn't recognize it anymore. Yeah, That's I know. I remember that one too. Going yeah. up to Merrickville or exactly. And Different it's world like, now. But it's kind of like what Chelsea is here. It's a bit of a bedroom community to mm -hmm. Ottawa, and Chelsea is kind of a bedroom community to Ottawa and Hull too. Yeah, but they've got the big box stores. I mean, they've got, like, shopping malls there. 
Never in Chelsea. Yeah. No, not in Chelsea. Back in there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, in Chelsea. Absolutely. Like there's there's only no. so much land you can work yeah. on. Now pub, th- pubs we have. Pubs. <laughs> but we not need box more stores. pubs. Yeah, pubs we, we need got. more no restaurants and coffee shops. We're good. Oh yeah, We're good yeah, I know. Um, so let's move on to like. Now it's been twenty five years. Yeah. And I know I've asked you about this, you know, like, yes. So what's the retirement look like? Because, uh, because it's the it's perfect retirement. Like, the perfect well, okay. Retirement. The ideal retirement. Ideal what retirement. Is really going to happen. <laughs> I, um, so obviously you can put for, it out there to the universe for, for years and years and years. I've invested a lot of my time and sometimes more time than I want to, but I can't imagine just leaving this cold Turkey. Because a good part of it I like. So what I would love to see is be it Greg Christie's Ski and Cycle Works or even not Greg Christie's Ski and Cycle Works, but see this as a bike and a ski shop. And But uh, keep it, but you know, but sell it or uh, have somebody take it over or like uh, what do you foresee? Because I know I'm I'm flexible, but what I'd like to do is not um you know, sometimes when things are really cooking here I I don't want to count the hours, but I could easily hit 60 hours a week. Oh, yeah. I'd like to maybe stop that. Uh, <laughs> do a little more traveling. Uh, my Good wife really wants to travel. Is she And um, she's got two more years. Oh, so the you clock got, is ticking. You got two years to figure it out. And I, I would gladly work part time for somebody because I think I want to keep my fingers in this because oh, um, yeah, it's the, uh, you know, I'd wear the little smock and be the store greeter and. Uh, it would go well. I like that. Well, I mean, like when I left, it, it's like, how can you leave all your clients? Like everybody, because you live in Chelsea. Yeah. Everybody knows you. Yeah. The industry knows you and yeah. of you. And it, I can't imagine like you, like and, and you just know, leaving uh, or anybody just leaving. I like what I do. Yeah. So why would you want to completely stop what you like doing? So... I know. So finding a happy road, a happy meeting. Yeah, exactly. And and uh, I, I and I know that to make it more. I'm maybe not always my best at sixty hours a week, but I'm way nicer (laughs) at twenty five hours a week. That's right. So I would. So if you want to see Greg, you have to come Tuesday and Thursdays, and that's it. And maybe he'll take you for a group ride. There you go. Yeah, would that would fit in nicely? Fit in nicely. See, the thing is that since you have control. Absolutely. You have to Absolutely. make the changes. That's right. Absolutely. You have to look at this Absolutely. and go, listen, we need to hire an extra person or yeah. uh, an extra manager. Even though sometimes it's like it costs a little bit more, but it's like yeah. it's your livelihood, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's always for me the thing is the, uh, the bean counting. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you do the bean counting and you go, well that extra guy costs this much mm-hmm. and it's this, but that's all part of it. I'd like to leave all that behind. Mm-hmm. I think there's other people that's, that's their strength. And, um, and that can be a behind the scenes thing. Oh yeah. Um, and definitely Chelsea is growing. Um, and the people, the, the Gatineau park is on everybody's radar. I remember in the old days, I'd go, go for a ride in the park. I would see one cyclist and there's days where I just get lost counting. Yeah. So the Gatineau Park is on everyone's radar, and everyone even new to cycling knows the Gatineau mm-hmm. Park. It's it's a it's a it's a landmark. So um, obviously here, if someone wants to take it on, what what it really is is um, is you know do it in a nice way, keeping that shop feel. But mm-hmm. I, I have to be bigger, I, and I realize that. But that's not 
I'm the small shop kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. So that's phase two for somebody else, and I'd like to be a part of it. I'd like to be the front of that, but mm -hmm. uh, but uh, for sure, I'd like I'd like this to stay a ski mm -hmm. shop because it's so much part of the village, and I wouldn't want to yeah. see that gone. Well, then, and not to mention that um, things are growing too because we don't have any place for people to stay in this village. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like North Spa is going to be expanding mm -hmm. those like hotel type rooms. Mm -hmm. So you then you're going to start getting... There are some getting, great, great B&Bs in the village. Yeah, so you're going to get the hotel And there's a lot experience. of... I mean, I, I live here, so I don't really... I, I don't have my attention on it. But what I realize now in the village, a lot of Airbnb, uh, more and more B&Bs because it is on people's radar, and especially tourists coming to Ottawa. Yeah. I mean... Um, what we're noticing, they'd rather stay in Chelsea and go visit Ottawa as opposed to stay in Ottawa. <laughs> so it's I growing. I would do it that way too. So it's growing. I mean, you get the best of both worlds. You've got but all the great coffee shops up here. You've got that sort of village. Yeah, and you of got course, the pub. Of course, the Gatineau, yeah, yeah, and another pub and another pub. Yeah. And you got the Gatineau Park and you're 10 minutes from Ottawa. So there you oh, go. Oh gosh, I know. If you want to go right? play in the traffic and go to a museum, it's there. Yeah, and very close. you've got the village here. Yeah. yeah. I maybe, know, like, I sh uh, maybe my next job <gasps> should be on Council in Chelsea. Oh! <laughs> no. Now, that would be a good one. Yeah. That would keep you busy. I'm not sure how that would fit. But, and it, but that pays. Oh, jeez. I don't know how I Never even thought of that, but my contribution <laughs> to like, Chelsea. Don't worry, I don't need to be paid. I just, like, just hear me out. Let me do what I want. But I know, because like, things are picking up, and one of the things that we said in, in this area is that there's no place for people really to stay. Mm -hmm. You know, because they would have to stay in Hall or Gatineau, then travel here, mm -hmm. go to the Nordic Spa, go back, mm -hmm. da da, and mm -hmm. you know, like rent your bike. Oh, and that's another thing you told me that, um, and this is for couples who come here looking mm -hmm. to vote. And you said mm -hmm. this was a huge thing that you started in your shop. Absolutely. Was the the husband wife oh, e bike yeah. thing? Yeah, I found this so. Kind of it's way. funny because uh, <laughs> I've been to Europe and it's all about e-bikes there. And uh, I find here there's a little bit of pushback, but really, if you want a mountain bike here in the village, people don't realize it, but the first uh, the first K or so <laughs> coming like, out of the village, never, n no one would consider the Gatineau Park mountainous, but it's definitely hilly. So if you're leaving the village, and we get I get this with a lot of tourists or mm -hmm. anybody new to Chelsea, they really discover it's quite difficult if you want to stay on the trail and ride out through the village. Uh -huh. So we've taken on e-bikes last couple of years. And I would say anybody... Uh, Did you have a, a lot of rentals? Tourists coming from Europe. Oh, it's an e-bike. I'm all for it. Turn, <laughs> turn the motor on. Let's go. Uh, here locally, I get a little pushback and it's... Uh, oh, You're yeah. Like, oh, yeah, e-bike's great, uh, but I'm not ready for that. But But you are. No, no, I'm not ready for that. So, oh, oh, I just really? go, okay, so have fun. Yeah, that's right. You can come back and upgrade. If you want to go up three hills, turn around and hit the pub, you don't need an e-bike. If you want to actually go up in the park and really discover and the Gatineau Park. And get picture at the top of Champlain Lookout. Yeah, you got to roll into Camp Fortune. got to hit the dumpster, catch a couple bears. Yeah. Drew Matures, you got to have a bear. And uh, yeah, got to have an e-bike for that, but it's coming. I see it yeah. coming. The funny thing is, I, when I went to the bike shop, bike show last year, everybody had e-bikes. I was Absolutely. like, where are the bikes? Because I'm here to, like, I'm not riding an e-bike yet. <laughs> but I was just like, quite fine, because every 
Absolutely. Everybody had some. Well, had some. I guess you could look at it too, like, you know, I always have an ear to the ground and listen mm -hmm. to the industry, and sometimes they're right and sometimes they're wrong. And I think, I think the e-bike is coming. Mm -hmm. It's just a bit of a marketing thing. It's not a motor to take over for fitness. It's right. there to augment and to mm -hmm. give you more to, to what you want to do on a bike. So instead of a 5K ride, and then... Um, you got a 20K ride. You got a 20K you, ride. And you same for five. And same workout. But I think... Just, it, just uh, more to see and... And sometimes too, it can be a differential too. Um, I, I see, <laughs> I see the future in gravel and a gravel e-bike. What is... about fat biking? Oh yeah, I saw uh, an e-bike, uh, e-fat bike. Absolutely, <laughs> fat biking has got to be some of the toughest <laughs> workouts ever. Really, I've not well, tried it yet. You know that wheel just keeps turning and turning and turning. You keep pedaling like and pedaling and pedaling, and you're not going anywhere. Slow. It's here though, and. Our, I know our problem. I'm... Our problem here is just a little bit about location. We're kind of not in the thick of it. It's happening in the south end of uh, the park, the north end of the park, and we're Chelsea's kind of caught in the middle. It's a little bit to um, the NCC coming on board and linking the park with with fat, allowing fat bikes so they can link up to where they want to go. Mm -hmm. Because we're kind of in a bit of a no man's land here, and I don't want anyone to hop on a fat bike and ride next to cars on a slippery yeah, road for five yeah. kilometers to get to where the ride is. Yeah. It's a little bit of that. So we got to get the NCC on board. And there's new blood there and there's new thinking. It's just takes time. Um, well, I do see there's a fair amount of uh, fat bike symbols. Absolutely. Where, um, so they share it with snowshoers. Exactly. Yeah. Not the same venue. I've been, I've been elsewhere <laughs> in Quebec and I've watched, I've been on real fat bike trails while I was cross-country skiing. And I thought, wow, why am I skiing when I could be on this fat bike trail? They were awesome. Technical, but everything is banked. And it's all about something you'd never see for um, snowshoeing. That's a cross-country ski trail, too? No, I was on cross-country skiing, but I crossed a fat bike trail. And it was in one of these areas where they had fat biking and cross-country skiing. So where were we? Oh, bad bike bad trails. biking. Well, I've been elsewhere in Quebec and I've seen how you do it right. So <laughs> I know. Where is that? Like Quebec City? Oh, anywhere. Quebec City, all in that area. There's a lot of clubs now where they see fat bikings come on. So they create a whole new venue for them. Yeah. So really specific in that kind of technical, but the bike never gets out of control. But everything is banked and it's mm. fun. It's not a snowshoe trail. It's very, very different. So I think the future would be, and especially the Gatineau Park, it's so big, you will have, and certainly if they bring people who fat bike involved, it will really have true fat bike trails. Yeah. And we've got lots of room in the park to do it because really um, you can see these trails are specifically designed for fat biking. Mm -hmm. They're even groomed. Mm. So, um, wow. so really, and you can see it's, it, so it's like you build it, they will come. Yes. But you got to build it. Well, I know so many of uh, my cycling friends who have purchased a fat bike. And I'm just like, oh, I'm not there. <laughs> I'm not there. I'm downhill yeah. skiing. There you go. I'm downhill. There I'm outside go. downhill skiing. But it's skiing. a lot of, I think if you create the right venue, it is a lot of fun. <laughs> um, I know. I, we, I, I, and I, I just think snowshoeing when you're going down a hill and you're kind of trudging along. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, this would be nice on a fat bike. <laughs> 
I'm going just as fast. Or, but yeah, there you go. my husband and I are renting some this winter to go out for a day or two. Absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna fat bike into a camp and yeah. stay overnight and fat bike out. Absolutely. And that's that's gonna be our experience with fat biking, and I'll let yeah. you know how that goes. But yeah. hey, so we didn't really get your full. What are we gonna do for retirement? But I left it a little cryptic. Did you I? did. Um, <laughs> that's okay. There's because just so many wrinkles. He's just so got two years. Two years. You got two years. But hey, let's before we finish, let's go for a little tour of the shop. It's small, but you know, right into the. You know, let's just do a little tour. If we go, sl we'll if like, we go slow and it's we'll a go wide, slow. Yeah, that's it's right. a wide-angle lens. <laughs> yeah. it'll look really big. <laughs> that's right. Okay, so. All right, so where you want to start, like, play by the play. shop? Uh, well, so there's a shipment. Let's put it into, right, let's yes. put it into shipping. And you can and see that uh, he, uh, this is the brand that they deal with. Absolutely. Med Med let's get, it's from Norway. It's called Madsus. It's kind Actually, of a boutique line, but. This uh, is my first down cross-country skiing. Oldest cross-country skiing uh, company out there. Founded right. in 1906, and they still make skis, and they make them in Norway. Oh, that's How nice. unusual is that? Thank God so our China. wall of Matsu skis. <laughs> and where do we want to go to next? Oh, let's just go right into the shop. Okay. So, the so there's this the only bike right there. Absolutely. But, <laughs> but. <laughs> and it's like a serious training area for somebody, because check this out. Absolutely. Look at the screen. Like, seriously. Well, of course, now Who's there's, on that? there's, um, so we have this bike just to show it's set up, but, uh, that they actually we, do bikes here. We actually country. do bikes. So this area here will actually do fitting for the customer. Um, Glenn's here helping with the fit. And of course, customer can get some riding time in just to see how the fit is. So ah, we're all, inter idea. we're all interconnected. And good of course idea. the, uh, uh, the trainer is connected to, uh, uh, well, I don't know if she give out any names, but certainly Swift, uh, Swift or mm -hmm. any other uh, media like that you yeah. can use, and it's all connected to trainer. Of course, we sell trainers. Um, the cycling season never really stops here, even though it's all no, skis. I I'm training inside. And um, so, yes, trainers are here, the bikes here, we do our fittings here. And that's um, a little bike, bike repair over there. Um, that's where there's going to be some seat All I see is skis. Here, but but you know what? I have to say that that uh, Greg has helped me out in a pinch on yes. a number of times because, yeah. like, when you're in Chelsea, it's just like, like I was like, oh my god, I gotta go see Greg, and you know, can you take? <laughs> I I brought well, some interesting stuff to him to fix. But you know, we're sort of on route for people who ride. And mm -hmm. if they have a breakdown, it's not one of those, can you leave it with me and walk home and come back next week? Yeah. So we, we try hard to, to get it done right away. Yeah. I mean, I that's part of being on location, right? So It's like, do you have parts for like this? And yeah. <laughs> it's like just and we like do. There's, there's, always, there's always something in a drawer somewhere. Yeah. Got lots of drawers here. That's good. That's good. So, so where next? So the shop is uh, kind of in the ski mode we back can, here. We can kind of peek behind the curtain. Well, I don't know how it's that. But oh, yes. it is. All ski stuff. All skis. Okay, hold on. I'll let you guys see. And that's where they do... Hey, do you do sharpening for downhill skis? Uh, no. No. Oh, okay. 
But we have some people with steel edge skis, and we can do some hand finishing on it, but it's not our forte. That's your thing? Um, here, we actually do rentals. Oh, okay, good. those rentals go in and out twice on a Saturday and twice on a Sunday. Seriously? The, the rentals are very big here, yeah. Wow. Well, that's so rental, good because... Rental boots and skate boots and poles are there. So what skis do you rent with them? Uh... Let me show you. All right, You'll let's see go just see. Uh, how small the operation is here. Okay, just okay. We'll go really slow. <laughs> the wall of gloves. The wall of gloves. And on the floor. Oh, these are the ski rentals. All of these go out every morning. <laughs> all of these go out every morning, and come in every night, and. Um, yeah, very, very, very popular on the weekends. Hmm. And then, of course, we have our walls. Clothing one, yes. It's kind and of looking, like, you know, I like this color. A little more cubby hole in the back. Oh, here. there is the new boots. Of course, we need a little area here for fitting. Because really, the boot fit is very important. This is where we spend most of our time with customers, is getting a proper boot fit. Nice. And, uh... And that time of year that uh, sales are starting. Yep. Get as much out the door before. And there's the whole retail. Oh. Um, we there's have our little office, office where we do the bean counting. <laughs> the bean count. <laughs> there, this is where all the magic happens. And it's very high tech, so we don't actually count beans anymore. <laughs> We're now on to. And does anyone want to see the uh, kitchen? Oh, there's a kitchen? We have a kitchen. Ooh, okay. Let's go see the kitchen. Lights on in the kitchen. This should be interesting. Where's the kitchen? So the last of our kitchen's right over here. <laughs> Stop it. We have it. our microwave. <laughs> and we okay, have, this is a bike shop kitchen. And we have our coffee maker. And, the coffee, and that's really all you need. That's what's left of the... There used to be a kitchen in here a long time ago, but that's what's this left of our kitchen. kitchen. There you go. So I was waiting for a stove and stuff. But, you know, like... And um, that is the whole. I love the tour. red, as you can tell. Not red, bad, orange. Eh? There you go. Like the hat. There you go. It's like, I don't know, all I need is another jacket. That's our motto. All you need, all you need is, is another, is another jacket. jacket. Yes, you do need another jacket. Well, all right, where are we going to finish off here? So, so, the tour. The tour, that was a tour. Yeah. And um, I have to thank Greg for uh, letting me come in here. He was super receptive for, for doing this. And um, so maybe we have to get Glenn in here. Yes. Is he yes. Uh, around these days? I don't know. Has, is, in, he, uh, is, he, is he in the legend status now? He is. He is. There you no, go. No, because he's, <laughs> he was a pro cyclist. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he works here and he has a team. Absolutely. And so that's like one of those questions like, you know, how do you make things run and, and all that stuff around the team's, the team, you know, getting the team there. And, Absolutely. Because I used to manage our master's team. I wasn't as it's, big as that, um, but it's, it's the same. It's multifaceted. That's right. you got to wear a lot of hats and you got to do yeah. a lot of work. It's like being a mother to adults. Mm. That I'm not sure of. <laughs>
I like to like making sure. Did you eat? Did you did? Do you have your stuff? No. Where is your stuff? Anyways, yes. so. <laughs> so Glenn, Maria, Glenn, 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 yeah, so we're gonna get Glenn here. Oh, a message from my friend. And uh, but I just want to thank Greg here because my pleasure. Absolutely, my pleasure. Mm, he's a massive supporter of the cycling community, and um, I come here every spring asking for swag for our race, and he always provides really great stuff. So just make sure I'm on the list there for a time trial. There's always one. And of those, you better be yeah. participating this year. There's always one of those drawers somewhere. That's right. I'm there's, like, there's whatever stuff. you want to get rid of, just to me, I'll give it, do it as a gift. So, but anyways, thanks everybody for catching this. Um, please subscribe to the channel. Um, there's going to be, I'm going to be interviewing somebody every week and there's just so many amazing cycling athletes and, and in people from the industry in this area and in Quebec. And, um, I'm going to make sure I get all of them and then I'm going to move internationally. So if you know somebody who you think I should interview, please send me a message. Uh, in the comments below or personally, um, and I will reach out to them. So thanks a lot. Don't forget to subscribe and comment below. If you have any questions for Greg, you can always find him here. Um, and I'll put all the links below. Uh, if you want to come in and rent skis or buy on, a bike, but not on Tuesdays, but not on Tuesdays it's dedicated <laughs> to like, I'm skiing ski day. So he's going to go back out and ski probably. So Thanks a lot, guys. Have an amazing day. Bye. Another huge thanks goes out to Greg Christie of Greg Christie's Ski and Cycle Works here in Chelsea, Quebec. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel and make sure that you give us a five-star review as well as a quick write-up. That would be so appreciated. Plus... Don't forget to add those notifications because you want to be able to A, listen to the audio and B, see the video, which some of them are super fun. And I can't wait to be able to get back on location doing interviews one-on-one. -on -one. Last thing, make sure you go to my coaching website, cyclingskillspro.com for all the latest cycling courses, uh, webinars, and free downloads improve your cycling skills over the winter or in the summer. With that, have an amazing day. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast. Learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review, if you feel so moved, by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment, telling me what you think, and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then... Have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.